you're exactly where you need to be. And you're listening to ADD Comedy with Dave Rosowski. Today's guest on ADD Comedy with Dave Rosowski is the wonderful actor and writer Joe Liss. Joe is one of my favorite Second City performers, and when I moved out to L.A., I was lucky enough to work with him on a number of projects. Joe's been on According to Jim, Curb Your Enthusiasm, Strangers with Candy, and the great satirical film God Bless America. Joe's one of the writers and performers in the hit stage show The Bicycle Men, which also stars uh, one of our ADD alum, <laughs> John Rubano. Joe's written on Drawn Together, Third Rock from the Sun, SpongeBob SquarePants, among others. Our discussion is lively, funny, and honest. We talk about Chris Farley, a wonderful and troubled soul we both worked with and missed. Oof, boy. There's another bonus at the end of this episode, a bonus Joe has a story track, so stay tuned for that. In the meantime, enjoy Joe Liss. Let's just start, because that's how we do it. We just start. And we just start. Do you want to eat a little? What's that? Do you want to eat a little? No, I'll be fine. All right. I'll be fine. I just, I I like that that's there, and I can eat it later. You can see it there. Um, Yeah, it's hard to... for me, doing that Weight Watcher thing, it's really... Oh, that's right. I forgot you are doing the Weight Watcher. I know. I, I love it. Trim, man. I'm trim. I'm trim. I lost 18 only, pounds, Not Joe. only trim, you look fit. I'm fit. You're Because I've been doing trim. a Fitbit thing. Right. You know? And I, I'm like... You get to... A, how old are you? Uh, 56. 56. Yeah. 57. Okay. And um, you get to a point where you go, I better start taking care of myself. Mm-hmm. Because we know a lot of people who died... Who shouldn't have died? Yeah. I just had a friend from childhood who, who went to high school with. He dropped dead of a heart attack on the beach in Florida. Fuck! Over the winter. Yeah. He was 56, right? Yeah. And you want to go... Wow. Uh, first, like a couple questions I want to ask is, did you go to a doctor? Did you go I to know. a doctor? Did you ever go to a doctor? Yeah. Because you got to go You got to go to a doctor. Yeah. I'm sure... I know it. But all I can think of is like the stresses of his life, right? Because I think he was kind of a stressed out guy. Yeah. I mean, not um, outwardly, right? But you know, he had like three or four kids. He had this wife who loved to spend money, right? So he's like, you know, he was also he was a musician and a salesman. Uh huh. So he's like working all the time almost, right? But right, yeah. And, and that whole stress out thing. Yeah. Are you stressed out? You don't seem stressed out. No, I don't think so. No. I don't think so either. Uh huh. Or if I am stressed, I'm not stressed for long. Right. You know? So how do you stop being stressed? Like, you, boy, I don't. I, I think you either deal with what's stressing you out. A lot of people don't know how to do that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I know how to do that. For yeah. me, I'll stop and say, oh, this is weird. I'm feeling weird. Why am I feeling weird? Yeah. I'm feeling weird because, oh, I'm stressed out. What am yeah. I stressed out about? Well, Dave, stop uh-huh. thinking about that. Send the email out. Right. Or, you know, you're, Look who's here. You're like, uh, you're like, you're stressing about something. It's like, oh, well, you should just do the do what you're stressed out about. Right. Yeah. And don't, because what's happening is if you're stressed out about it, I think this is it. Mm-hmm. If you're stressed out about something, chances are you're not dealing with it. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And the only source of suffering is non-acceptance. Right. So the moment where you go, I got to make that phone call. I'm really going to make that phone call. Yeah. Ah, I'm going to do this. I'm going to make that I gotta phone call. I got to do that phone call. I got to do that yeah. phone call. Mm-hmm. Or you have those morning stress dreams where it's like all of a sudden, you ever have those more, those. Yeah. Especially just before you're about to wake up, and you're mm-hmm. like, "Oh no, no, I want to sleep more. I want to sleep more." No, no, you have to think about this. <laughs> mm-hmm. well, I, I think that having, I haven't been I've talked about this before. Mm-hmm. I haven't woken up with dread. That's the thing, dread. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where you wake up and you go, 
oh. yeah oh this is gonna be oh, this horrible day yeah oh, oh. or that thing yeah oh, fuck, oh, I still thing. have to deal with that thing right mm-hmm and then you wake up one morning and you go I'm gonna go to the beach I'm gonna go running on the beach yeah and then you die on the beach and then you go die on the beach <laughs> You, go, you just go. Yeah. It's like, where are you going? Um, I'm going to go over to the beach. Uh, what are you going to do? Beach. I don't know. I'm going to run and then die. Then I'm going to drop, yeah. drop dead on the beach. I think today's a good day to die. Boom. Right. Dead man. And then there's that moment right before where you go. See, this is my feeling about this word hope. Mm-hmm. It's such a fucked up word. Hope. Mm-hmm. Because you're, as you're going down, you're going, I'm going to make it. I'm going to make it. Yeah. I'm going to make it. I hope I make it. Yeah. Oh, I hope I make it. Uh-huh. Ah, I'm not going to make it. Uh-huh. Like, what's that last electrical connection that you have? And what's that thought? Is the, is the last word, is the, uh, is the last word of the majority of people who die? Mm-hmm. Fuck. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> right. Or do they not even have that capacity left anymore? It's just like... Mm, you know, just before they want to say, they can't even say fuck. Yeah, they get to the point where it's like, oh. <laughs> and that's all. Yeah, oh. over. Boom. Yeah, I think majority of people who the last sound that people do is, oh. yeah, yeah, uh. or oh. right. you know, the death rattle, right? <sighs> God. Oh, God. we saw this guy's terrible one-man show one time. In oh LA. my God! You know what? This guy's terrible one-man show. Yeah. you don't need need the word terrible. terrible no you're right yeah have you done one my show i did you did yeah i, I saw it i saw yeah it. what was it? it was the joe show mm-hmm. with all the with derek blakemore and rose the laundry lady and right at uh, second city buddy in yeah DCC. In uh-huh. DC. yes i saw it at and then once. i did it in la a few times yeah 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 so yeah. this guy's terrible one man show one man show right he's talking about his grand <gasps> it was his grandfather the lion and he gave out one last roar, oh, and he was dead. Blackout. No, and then he like turns to the audience. That was my grandfather. <laughs> we called him the lion. Uh, it was just this, this guy, it was a therapy session. His name was Alan Katz, and he did it at this little theater on uh, Hollywood, west of Rock and Roll Ralphs, or west of the Rock and Roll Denny's, okay. with Rick Hall. Okay. So Rick was doing Pig Boy. Yes. And this Alan Katz was doing his one-man show. Mm-hmm. But then Alan Katz realized that more people were coming to see Rick Hall's show than Alan Katz's show. And Alan was in charge of the theater. So Alan would see the audience. And if the audience was big, he would go, I'm going on first. So he would force all of Rick's friends that just came to see Rick oh. to watch his goddamn show. Oh. And it had props and everything. It took forever. It took forever. He set it all up. And he just like relived his childhood growing up in Montreal. Montreal. Yeah. People I wanted say to Montreal. be a hockey player. I wanted to be a hockey player. In and I wanted Montreal. to be in the Montreal Canadians. <laughs> and he start the show starts out was and it was like this. Alan, this is your doctor. You need to lose weight. But doctor, but doctor, I love pies and cakes. Alan, for your own health, lose weight. But doctor, doctor. (laughs) Crazy. Yes, so the whole show was like that. And the best best part was, he goes, 
And I remember I would go out and play street hockey with my friends and pretending I was on the Montreal Canadiens. And I went in one day and I said to my father, I said, Daddy, Daddy, I got a hat trick. I got a hat trick. And my father turned to me and said, Who were you playing, the Montreal Canadiens? Then Alan does this. He goes, My father didn't know it that day, but he tore my heart out and ripped it in pieces. Oh, we just wanted to all leave and throw shit at him. It was just so, and it was just all about that. Oh, I just God. wanted to leave and throw shit yes. at him. Oh, I get it, but the majority of people who do those one-person shows, like, you ask yourself, why? Yeah. And if the thing is to get representation, that's not probably the to, not. No. 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 I mean, you have somebody like Tim O'Malley, who's doing. Right. Who did his one man show. God show. The God show it wasn't mm-hmm. one man show because it also had uh, Other, Gelman in right. it and Norm Holly was in it mm-hmm. at Second City and ETC. Right. And it was his. It was his. Um, sort uh, of journey to sobriety. Exactly. It was right. his journey to sobriety, mm-hmm. and it was. It was in a. It was um uh what's that what's that uh, it was more of an epiphany it was more of yeah. a, of of a uh, of his uh, it was it was him just getting it out just right. to get it out and when you get something out just to get it out I think what ends up happening mm-hmm. is it becomes less precious and it becomes less uh it, it doesn't seem so showcasey yeah yeah you know mm-hmm. where you go. This is all about your ego, dude. This yeah. is not like you're not talking to me. No. You're talking to 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 uh, Mr. Mayor. You know, for Metro Golden Mayor. Right, yeah. You're talking uh-huh. to Mr. Metro, right? Because you don't want to go to Mayor. He's the third one. Exactly. Go to Mr. Go yeah. to Sam Metro. Uh huh. Like fuck all that. And to oh, watch right. those shows, and the, you know, I just sit there like a guy who's got autism and just yeah, you like, like going, move back and forth right. and back. It's like and watching forth. bad improv. Oh, it's exactly. the same thing. You're like, yeah. You're yeah. at the Wailing Wall. You're just at the yeah. Wailing Wall. You're like, and the same thing happened when I was watching <clears throat> the English patient. I remember mm-hmm. everybody was so hot on the English, English patient. Katie and I went to see the English patient, and it's like three hours fucking long. Yeah. After two hours, they introduced a new character. Do you remember that movie? Yes. The, the Sikh who was the, the bomb guy. Right. You know, and, and they introduced him, and he's a love interest, and you're going, what the fuck? You're introducing a love interest in the end of the second act. Yeah, yeah, the end of the fucking second act of this movie, uh-huh. and I'm shaking back and forth, and then it's like rah, 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 the airplane, biplanes. Oh right, and then, and then mm. the film stops, and it burns. Remember the old? Yeah, you know, it just burns. Uh-huh. And it I melted. Uh, yeah, it melted, and I have this kinesthetic response that I just can't, and I couldn't stop, and I go, oh fuck no, <laughs> no. And I was like, I want my money. You owe me three hours of my fucking my, life. I'm never going to get that time back. No. Yeah. God damn. Yeah. Well, the thing about O'Malley's show, too, was like going, you know, I was like going, you know what, Tim? I want warts and all. I, you, he saw, he candy-coated. He softened it a little too much for yeah. me. I'm like yeah. going, man, I want the gritty. Yeah. Yeah. If yeah. you're going to talk about your escapades and, and you know, yeah, nobody wants to go. And then that night we drank a lot. The next right. morning I woke up. It's like, no, 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 man. No what the fuck happened? What because happened? you hit bottom. Mm-hmm. I want to hear bottom. And I don't want yeah. to hear bottom and have you turn to the audience then and go, at that moment, I mm-hmm. knew that I needed out. You know, it's I like, needed no. help. Yeah. Yeah. My daddy ripped my heart out. At, mm-hmm. at that moment, alcohol, right. she ripped my heart. Like, fuck right. it, just warts and all. Because isn't and there he, a point where he was like running around in his underwear? Yeah. He had nothing. Yeah. Right. Oh, I remember one of the, the low point that I remember with Gelman, and I've told this story before and I told it to Gelman too. The, the low point that I remember with Gelman and mm-hmm. Tim, Michael Gelman and Tim O'Malley is we met at some shitty little bar on diversity, division, division. Uh-huh. 
uh, Clark and Division, Clark and Division, Clark and Division, and Clark okay, and Division. Yeah, yeah. Right there, like Gold Coasty, sort of that awful uh-huh. place with mothers and all those singles yes, bars. You know, the Lodge. Yeah, uh-huh. right, right. I think no, it had it had, it had a maritime maritime theme. Oh, the Hatsi Tatsi Yacht Club. That's it. That's it. Oh, yeah. And we met there at the Hatsi Tatsi Yacht Club. Oh, God. Fucking horrible. Alky bar. Horrible. Alky so bar. we yeah. score some blow. Uh huh. All right, and we go and we go to O'Malley's, which is just. Can you imagine? Yeah, I, I can't. I so we can't. go to O'Malley's, right. and again, he's talked about this, so this isn't out of school, mm-hmm. and we just, it was like Coke and blow and dirty dishes and all that, oh, and filthy. the sun's coming up, and then I'm going, I gotta go oh, home, man. I gotta go home, and all these people are going to work, and it's like, I'm wearing yesterday's show clothes. Yeah. It's like, fuck, oh, that's God. warts and all. And that's, yeah. you know, so when we have a conversation, you know, and whatever is going to be at the end of this after the announcements. Right. That's you being a human fucking being. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, my God. The Hatsi Tatsi Yacht Club. Oh, my God. All yeah. that shit. All that. You never did that stuff, did you? Cocaine? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, with the, with the gang. With Farley and Joel and Pesquese and... Right. And, uh... Uh, who else? Oh, well, that guy Bill. Remember that the Coke dealer? You ever oh. oh maybe maybe you weren't you weren't around yet. Did he work some... did he work there? Or he was just a coke no, dealer? No, he was a coke dealer. He's a coke dealer. Who just basically was always getting, you know, he... hanging around by Farley because he knew that Farley was, you know, a good customer. Oh my god. And right. Chris died. No yeah. one was surprised. No, no one was surprised. Like oh, I remember when... hearing a story about you yeah. and Farley, how he is this apocryphal? He farted on stage and you just went off on him? Is that apocryphal or is that like, like he's like, we're gonna burn, and you're like, don't do that, don't fucking ever. Do. Like, mm-hmm. I think I did. I took, I took him to task after. Yeah. So right. what was the story with that? He, like, because I, I remember. It was just I was like, in the it's disgusting. Company. It's like you know we're not, we're supposed to be you know it's the imp- improvising and you're like fucking farting. Right. And it's like, oh, that's just the worst you could if, if you. And the audience is laughing. Yeah. I go and look at the fat guy. And farting. then he's laughing to himself too. It's like, oh, what are you doing? You're just cracking yourself up right mm-hmm. oh he was always cracking himself up right I'm gonna do this here or when we were when we'd be together he'd always be it's like going come on Chris I said you gotta keep it together when we're improvising because he would I would make him laugh right when we were working working, working. we're working mm-hmm. we're working here I'm working here I'm yeah. working here uh, uh-huh. I have a phrase with Laura where it's like we're, we're at a bank and somebody's bothering me yeah. I want to turn to him and go I'm banking here <laughs> Hey, I'm banking. I'm banking here. I'm banking here. Come on. No, I, because uh, I remember looking at Chris and just going, "I fuck you have a heart. You have a huge fucking heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Too huge, too big." Well, it was like kind of like that. Uh, he was always wanted to please. He was always one of those to please. I'm going to please. It's almost like a big. Big puffy, big dog. Right. You know, like that dog on Sesame Street. Uh-huh. He's like the big shaggy dog. He's, I don't know. They brought him on later. Yeah. But yeah, he was always like post snuffleupagus. Post snuffleupagus. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is where you're going. You know, I think he might have jumped the shark. Yeah, I think snuffleupagus definitely jumped the shark. Snuffleupagus. Snuffleupagus was the shark jump. He was the shark jump. For yeah, Sesame where you go. Uh, uh-uh, I'm not believing it anymore. Yeah. You know, big yellow bird or this guy that w- maybe yeah. to help. And kids. it was and it was the imagine supposedly imaginary friend of the big yellow guy. Yeah. There wasn't birds say, "I was just talking, Mr. Snuffleupagus. What are you talking about? There's no guy. This is yeah. all right. Whatever, big bird. Yeah, you keep smoking your jays down on the <laughs> exactly. down on the your jay birds. Jay birds. Keep smoking your jay birds. Oh wow. Hey, you jay. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Hey, everybody. We got some really good stuff. 
five. Hey, listen, bird. What? Knock it off. Yeah. Knock it off, bird. Yeah. Bird. Hey, my real name's Carol. His real name yeah, is Carol, Carol, right? Yeah, Carol Spinney. I think that's why, mm-hmm. like, when we did the show the it other night, funny. I called yeah. you Carol. Carol. Carol going, that's, that's one of those uh-huh. names that you go, we talked about in the podcast before, you go, yeah. some names are just dead names. Carol. Carol. Uh, there was a guy I knew named Julian. Mm-hmm. Julian. Julian. Like, who would name their boy Julian? Julian. Boy. There, I did coach one kid when in Jake's ba- in Y basketball, and his name was Julian. Mm-hmm. But they're few and far between. I think Julians, yeah. unless you're from Britain, right? And then that's the, like yeah. the name of the aisle, you know? Yeah, there was a, there's a guy in Britain named Arfie that I met. Arfie, Arfie, uh-huh. and he's this guy where you look at him and you go, clearly not an Arfie, but yeah. then you go, how are you Arfie? He goes. My sister was adorable, and she couldn't say Arthy, Arthur. Arthur, so she called her Arfy. And then, well, that, that's kind of lovely. Yeah, uh-huh. And if you don't mind, then fucking call yourself that. Nickname Arfy, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. But they got, like, there's another guy in, in Britain that I work with, uh, Roderick Miller. Roderick. 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 Oh. Like Roderick. Uh-huh. At first I was calling him Froderick, but it was like Roderick. Roderick. And then I was like, I, I think I'm getting his name wrong. It's Roderick. Well, my niece just had a baby, and they named him, like... His his nickname is Ruddy, and his name is like Rudder Rudderin or something. They named him like Not this Ridoran. Irish, yeah, Ridoran. Right. This Irish, old Irish name. Uh huh. But he they're, forever they're just gonna call him Ruddy. Right. Ruddy. You're not gonna call him by his first name. No. It's it's, it's like insane. It is it's insane. Not, it's like a uh, really long name. They're gonna say they'll just say Ruddy. McManus. Oh. His last name is McManus too. Are they are they Scottish? Well. I th- he might be They're not Scottish. from Scotland. No, no. Right. She's, she, I mean, her father's German, mm-hmm. and but but they're both redheads. Uh-huh. So all their kids are, you know, they have two kids, and they're both, of course, redheads. Right. You know. Right. But not he ready. Lo- ruddy. 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 Not, ru- not Roddy or no. Ready, but Ruddy. I do love names. I love fucking names. Yeah. And when I see people improvising who are just giving people names like Johnson or Brown mm-hmm. or, or Johnson or Brown or White or something like that, yeah. it's like, no. No, get a fucking name. Mm-hmm. Derek Blakemore. Blakemore, exactly. Derek, right. Derek. Or uh, uh, Rachel's name as the waitress. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That was yeah. just wild. Jack. Geranine. 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 Not Geranina. Geranine. Geranine. That's yeah. right. Geranine. And yeah. so when you're, if you're in an improv scene, what I always do is I always look at somebody and go, well, at Second City, I would, I would decide today's relative names. So mm-hmm. if I'm going to name somebody, it's going to be a, a name that I have for a relative. So okay. you might be Ronnie right. or Robert mm-hmm. or Ruthie or Jordy or Rachel. Yeah. And that way I'll remember it. Mm-hmm. But, it, you know, this thing about calling old ladies Agnes or Edith. Yeah. Don't. No. That's such the old lady. The uh, thing, uh, when Lumen and I were, would work together and we Dave were working Lumen. on these, yeah, cartoon shows and we'd be like going, they're like, you would be watching these cartoon shows and all the moms in them were all like these 1950s moms and they had aprons and they had, you know, like June Cleaver. And it's like going, why does that that sort of stereotypical still keep bleeding over into right. like modern day animation? It's like going, why can't the mom be like a regular every mom today? Well, Pixar's doing that, aren't they? Pixar, or are they doing, are they still doing... 
Like mom, moms have real jobs in Pixar right, things. Yeah, because yeah, right? like even the, the kid in Toy Story, his mom is like she's got a job and she has a yeah. right, and she goes driving around. She's yeah. going around, she's driving around. Right. right. Um what was the show that you were on? I fucking love that one show that you Which did one? about the the reality TV cartoon. Oh, drawn together. Drawn together. Yeah, Joe, that was great. That was fucking great. That was hilarious. Like you and that was so fucking hilarious. That was. And some of that shit you go how the fuck did your how does your mind work? Like, you know or like those way, jokes. Yeah, the way we could get it through too. It was like these guys would have these ideas and he's like oh. Like what idea? Like what? Like what name? Like um Oh, it was like a bully, like a this one bully episode. It's like because he's get this one, he's being bullied by another house member. Uh-huh. And then the guy, this one of the writers, is like going, "Oh yeah," and there's like a bully song, and the he sings the bully song, says, "You got to stop being bullied." And it was just like, oh, "Are we really? Is this really going to happen?" <laughs> Like, is this is this story really taking off? And it was like, going, eventually, it's like, yeah, it did. Did you did you did each did each writer write for a voice of a of a of a character? And I say voice, I don't mean like the literal voice. Like, or did y'all write different? Parts oh no, we all just wrote the same. Y'all wrote the same. Yeah, we'd uh-huh. have all different stories. It'd be like right. story ideas up on the thing, and they would say, you know, Luminous, we want to give you guys like this story. Right. Like, of all those ones, what was like for me? There was because I watched them all. Yeah. I watched them all, and I watched them all because because of that. Because like, yeah. is this a television show? Like, what's happening? Crazy. Yeah. So, in that, was there one where that that is, that you're most proud of? Oh yeah. Well, like the one that like Lumen and I worked on. We we worked on this. It was Cosby and the. It was it was um, Foxy and the Gang Bang. So, oh, it was a, yeah, it was a, Foxy that, yeah, had this black repressed hair, memory, black, yeah, the, yeah, with yeah. the tail, and she thought for sure she had been gang raped by the Cosby Kids from the old Cosby. How crazy show. is Isn't that? That crazy? That's crazy. Yeah, because this was what year? Ninety uh, something? Two thousand? No, was it two eight? Maybe eight that years lo- ago? that recently? No. Yeah, was it two thousand eight? How long have you been in Oakland? 2006. I've been in Oakland for f- four years. I okay, think. fine. Yeah. So anyway, so right. Yeah. That it was, was before any of that. Any of this oh, came out, like Cosby three years ago out. or something. Right. Yeah. 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 Uh huh. So she was, she was gang raped. Right. It's yeah. so, a repressed memory. Right. So and that was posed by one of the other characters pretended to be the psychiatrist, uh-huh. Waldor, the the SpongeBob SquarePants character. Yeah. And so he was sitting there with glasses on, and she was like, "Oh, you have a repressed memory. You were you were raped as a child." And, and then, the, come to find out, uh, the end of the episode, it was planted in her mind the, that she really wasn't. But what ha- ends up happening is she goes to the the junkyard, accuses these guys, <gasps> and then like there's a big the- trial. There's a big courtroom scene, and then what happens is the attorneys turn it around, and then. She gets convicted and she goes off to jail and then it becomes a Kill Bill movie. So ah. she says, she goes, I'm going to kill Bill Cosby's kids. And so she goes to the junkyard and like basically kills all the, all the Cosby like, kids. Like uh, uh, Fat Albert and... Uh, yeah, Old Weird Harold. Yeah. Oh, uh, right. Mushmouth. Right. And, and then Bill's brother... What was it, the kid brother's name? I yeah, 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 yeah. With the regular name. Right. I remember the one guy he had the ca- the yeah the, cap. the, the, they, the yes, and they ripped the cap off, and he's got it's just like veins and a skull. It's just this horrific. <laughs> it's the reason he is really wearing it because there's nothing on. Oh, it's just he awful. has no skin. He has no skin there. That's why he's wearing. <laughs> oh man! Yeah, and then so we awesome. were making fun of Fat Albert and his diabetes and and. 
It's like going, but look, but look at that where you go. I'm, I'm, I'm working with a bunch of people, and what was it? Yes, yesterday we're in class, and I keep pushing people to go to places that they would never go. Like, yeah. let yourself give me the scene I've never seen. Right. Allow yourself to go there. Right. Right. And, and it's that thing, what I call creative adjacency, which is whatever mm -hmm. it is that you've created, there's something fucking next to it. And yeah. if you go, I shouldn't go there, go there? Yeah. At least go there for a minute and uh -huh. then go, that's too crazy. That's or, too nutty. Pull back. Yeah. But if you go there for a minute, at least you know what your elasticity is. Yeah. Uh-huh. What your comedic elasticity is. Yeah. If that's a phrase. Uh -huh. um, the idea of how far can I go? And then once you go there, you go, you know what? There's a place out there. I've been there, you yeah. guys. I walked over there Come once. On, let's go back. Let's go yeah. back there. Uh -huh. Let's check that out. Yeah. Um, I think Ben Zook was very much a guy like that, wanting to go to the when did you work outer with, Oh, you work in Margo's Bush. Yeah, in Margo's yeah. Bush, and which was in Los Fe Los Feliz. Yeah. Los. Well, we did Los Feliz. We did uh, Pedro's Grill. Right. On, and then we also did the Lillian. At the right. end, we had a we had like a gig at the Lillian. Right. I remember seeing you guys. I think I saw you at the Lillian at that Mexican restaurant. That was a Mexican restaurant. Right? Yeah, Pedro's Grill. Pedro's right. Grill. Uh, and one of the things that I loved about that was what a fucking ensemble that was outside of the Second City Ensemble. It was yeah. one of the best ensembles. It was you, Ben, Brett Paisel, Jill Talley. Jill, uh, no, no. no. Um, Melanie Hutzel. Melanie Hutzel. Right. Uh, Loretta Fox. Right. Pat Town. Sam Pancake and Ben. Right. Right. Yeah. And and we were trying, we actually for a while, we were trying to do like a new show a week. I remember that. It was crazy. I remember that. Yeah. And I, Jacob had just been born. So we were, it was like newborn baby trying to do this show. It was just crazy. Life's what happens. And then you, yeah. and then you end up going, you know what? I can't make rehearsal. I can't do yeah. this. I can't do this. But then the crazy thing is we could never get any traction to get you know there were like like there were like you know there were some creative you know some agent types and we tried to we kept you know because in those days it was always you got to get into Aspen man you got to get right in. right and they would never take us to Aspen because there was way too many people in the cast that was always their excuse they go we'd love to bring you out but there's you know there's four guys and four girls there's eight of you in the cast that's too many we're like oh what's the yeah but we're funny aren't we and it was before the big gay uh, stations, right? The big gay channel. Logo. When Logo Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. Because right. our, our sketch show would have been perfect for Logo because it was like gay, straight. You know, Ben wrote some hilarious gay scenes. I mean, we wrote this one where uh, Pat and I were old gay guys. Pat Tom. Pat Tom. Mm -hmm. In um, Palm Springs. And uh, we had picked up Ben and Sam. Pancake. Pancake. Mm -hmm. And then basically it turns into Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf? as gay men and it was like <laughs> I had the I had the successful interior design business and Pat was like basically just living off my wealth you know and then we were always fighting and then I'm wearing a speedo and I've got this I got this wig on and my these big glasses and we're all wearing like bathrobes and we said oh you guys no no we should go no no you're not imposing you know you're not imposing on anything wow so and of course, eventually, and then it keeps it keeps escalating <coughs> to, we're fighting. Oh yeah, don't start, don't you start in on me, you fucker! I'm not gonna. You know, we, we just, I love that. That play is one of the best plays you can tell somebody to show them 
like character dynamic. Yeah. Like because everybody and also the idea of when a character says something, what do they really want? It's like don't talk about the boy, Martha. Don't yeah, talk don't, about the boy. Yeah. Don't talk about the boy. Uh-huh. And which means the game, right? Yeah. Right, right. Uh-huh. Talk about the boy. We're going yeah, to talk, about, talk the boy. about the boy. Yeah, and oh, and, and exploding it. it, and people laughing. Yeah, like Martha laughing and the cruelty that was like, go. There's your. We're going to go to this place. I know this place. And yeah, there's your place, comedic yeah, elasticity. Go but it's also your character elasticity where you're able to go. You're able to go there, yeah. and you got a cast full of fucking actors. So anybody that came from well, Pat has Pat's the annoyance. Your Pat's second annoyance. city, Brett's the annoyance. Well, they don't. They those guys <laughs> did real life Brady Bunch, right? I right. was in that too, right? They, That's but right. they also yeah, did all it, those right. other shows at the annoyance, right. yeah, where now without my nipples, right? And the pump tent show, exactly, and all the, exactly, all the crazy mix shows, well, right? Yeah, and uh, um, uh, 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 co-ed prison sluts, co-ed prison which sluts, is probably right. the, the and splatter one. theater and splatter theater. So it's which like those guys had the huge right. Body of work, absolutely. They, yeah, absolutely. And to know that you have the permission to, hey, there's a place out there. We're going to the forest. It's like, you're sure we should go to this forest? Yeah, yeah. yeah come here. You're gonna love it. Right. It's like, oh, this is fucking scary here. But you can always go back home and do your cute little sure. mother-in-law bullshit mother-in-law scene if you want. Right. Or you yeah. can do men and women don't get along. Your bullshit fucking family. Yeah, some family. Yeah, fucking scene. all that yeah, stuff. Yeah. And do all that thing. But none of us wanted to do that. We all done that. Yeah. Or some of them was like going, hey, they tried to get into Second City and they auditioned, they didn't get in. And it's like, oh, but we still want to do this, this theater, this form. Right. So it's like, oh, hey, there's a place up here, up on Broadway, you guys. It's right, right here. Yeah. Yeah. And, and right. Mm-hmm. And I was one that, you know, Mick and I started, I remember us saying. Oh, that was wanna... Cross Currents, even before I re- well, that, Broadway. Mick and I said, we're, yeah. we're at Cross Currents and we went, you know what, we're, we've outgrown this space. So he and I were looking at other spaces mm-hmm. when I got hired at the touring company and I said, I can't do this anymore. So then right. he went and found that space on Broadway yeah. that used to be Victor Victoria's or something, yeah, that, that's that trans right. place. Right. Uh, not trans, not... Tr- uh, 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 female impersonator. Yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Like, like Baton, like the Baton yeah, show right, lounge. Right, right. Yeah. On Clark Street over uh-huh. there. Um, yeah. And all these guys, like... These creative forces, and I, I don't know this to be true, but I would think that they're like, yeah, well, we didn't get into Second City, but we're doing this fucking thing. Yeah. Which changed. I, And then Real Life Brady's came, and that it brought. It fucking changed everything. And that brought, like, those girls got cast on Saturday Night Live off of Real Life Brady Bunch. I think it was the Miss right? Vagina Pageant. Oh, was that it? Yeah. Oh, There's okay. a title for you. The yeah, Miss, Miss Vagina, Vagina Pageant. Pageant. So right. it was Susan. Uh, it was Susan. Susan Messing. Um, it was um, Melanie. Mm-hmm. It was Betty Cahill and Thayer, <clears throat> Becky Thayer, Thayer. Becky Thayer right. right? And old, but look, also look at that. Yeah. All those fucking strong women. Oh, I know. Who it. couldn't use their voice at Second City at that time? That, right. There was still just two women in the cast. Right. right. Yeah. Except ETC. ETC right. was always always had one extra woman, I think. Right, and that yeah. was because Jane Morris put her fucking foot down, yeah, or, and, or not Jane, yeah. Jeff, Jeff and Jane, and everybody yeah. else back there went. Right. <clears throat> but if you look at that, that was really. Joe, I can't tell you how, how awesome it was that you left Second City and then came back and did that show with Nate. That was yeah. like that was like one of the highlights of my life there. It was so much fun because it was like when I saw Nate on the street, he's like going, "Hey, I'm good. Yeah, I'm going to do the show. You want to do it?" And I'm like going, "Yeah," because I just enjoyed working with Nate. Right. Even though you know, with all his insanity and all his right. You know, yeah, you know, you get you have to you got to take everything when you work with Nate. You're getting the complete package. You're getting the complete. Yeah. yeah. Had, were you on Curb? Kirby enthusiasm. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, I auditioned for that show probably five times with Larry David, and, and you, I never got on. 
And I think I never got on because I didn't know how to argue f- according to that show's enough. arguing. I, or not enough. Maybe, yeah, you just didn't argue I didn't enough. argue enough. Yeah. Because I remember I auditioned for the pilot. And, of course, uh, Don Lake got the part that I auditioned oh, for. Oh, yeah, yeah. Second City, sec- Second City Canada. Alone. Canada, yeah. Yeah. Right, yeah. And then I went in on the second time, and then I got in on that on the second. And I can't even remember. I can't even remember what the audition was, but I think I auditioned with Larry, and then I don't even think the part I auditioned for was the part I got. I just went in and sort of auditioned some scenario they were talking about. Is it apocryphal? I'm going to use this word apocryphal again. Mm -hmm. That there was was an audition called for something, and they said they were looking for a Joe List character? Yeah. A friend of mine wrote on The Single Guy, Mm -hmm. and I had written with him on the DiCarlo. There was a DiCarlo summer show called... Good Night America with Mark DiCarlo. Uh-huh. And it was like... God, a, that guy has gotten... So, Mark has had yeah. so many shows. Oh, I know it. It was crazy. Yeah. So I worked with this one guy who was a writer, and we were, we were all jammed. It was a really cheap show, jammed into this room on Vine Street. It was called The Producers, The Production Group. You know, they just did all those, like, independent things. They had a soundstage. And we'd work together. We were always cracking wise and laughing and fighting and, you know, whatever. And then he was working on single, single guy. Mm-hmm. He wrote uh, first. He wrote uh, a Joe List type, and then it that went was out. in the description. That was in the description. So then that went out, and I was not called in <laughs> for an audition. <laughs> and all these people told me, says, "You know, I just auditioned for something that said a Joe List type." And it's like, "Did you go fall for that?" I said, "No, I didn't." So then that episode went by. Then the guy wrote another thing saying. Joe Liss walks in the room. <laughs> and then that's what got me. And then, then they brought me in. I'm so glad. Did you get the part? I got the part. Oh, yeah. good. Oh, my God. Yes. Oh, my God. That is one of the best Hollywood stories yeah. ever. Yeah. I love that story so much. It was crazy. Finally. Oh, my God. We were uh, in this uh, this class I taught yesterday, just talking about the audition. Um, I turned people on to... The sketch from Mr. Show. Did you do Mr. Show at all? No, I never did Mr. Show. So, no. did you? No, I no. never did. I never did either. Because um, I wasn't part of. I felt like I wasn't part of that group. Yeah. You know that group with well, like all those guys. Right. Uh, with, well, Jill, Jill Talley. Because well, they right. all did that. Um, remember, they did it all out at the theater building. Um, all you can eat. Right. Right. All you can. All you can eat. Who all was in that? All you can eat. The it? Temple of Doom. Right. Was was it, I think show. it was all you can eat. Was and the Odenkirk, Temple Jill Talley. Uh, oh, who was the, um, oh, I can't think of his name. I can't, oh, his name is Joe Dale. Okay. Yeah, his name was Joe Dale. Joe Dale, and then, I'm trying to think, oh, Smigel? Yeah, yeah, Smigel, fucking right. Smigel. Yeah. Who's, uh, Triumph the, the, is Triumph it, the Dog, right. Triumph the Dog. Yeah. That's Smigel. He's That's fucking Triumph. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, how brilliant is that fucking thing? Yeah, Joe, when I so think funny. about the fucking people that we grew up with. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and they all came from... <laughs> Yeah, we all were we all were there together. And, right. Yeah. We all the were Mecca. there together. It just it's so that's what that guy who we who I turn you on to the writer who's doing that Second City book or the improv book. Right. Yeah. Um, can't remember his name. I can't remember his name. Sorry. Um, yeah. Bob Gibson. <laughs> it wasn't Bob Gibson. It wasn't Bob Gibson. Bob, Bob Gibson was the remember? pitcher. I'm Bob Gibson. Gibson. Yes, I, I do have bronchitis. <laughs> right. And when it, when it flares up, I'm in trouble or something like. It's I'm bad good. news. <laughs> when I get it, it's bad news. <laughs> That's why I take these. Bronchial, 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 uh, bronchial. Promethine mist. <laughs> promethine mist <laughs> or promethine tablets. 
<laughs> I'm sure people are like going, oh, Bob Gibson, he's going to talk like, you know, he's like some urban street guy. Yeah, he's like, nah. nah, hi, Bob Gibson. I'm Bob Gibson. Hi, everybody. I'm from Kansas. You and know. he was also, Bob Gibson, when I think of Bob Gibson, I think about Hamilton Camp. You know uh-huh. Hamilton, yeah. Hamilton Camp. So it's right. Gibson and Camp. They were a, not that Bob Gibson, a different Bob different Gibson, Bob who Gibson. was a Bob Gibson who was a folk, folk singer. Folk singer, right? And they was Gibson and Camp. Uh, and uh, he turned it. He Ham, Hamilton Camp was Second City alumni. Something like that. Yeah, he, he was yeah. some different religion or yeah, Baha'i like or something. Yeah, or something yeah. like that. So, what the fuck are we talking about at that time? That theater, all this theater. People, Bob Rick Gibson, just peeing all together. And uh, we thought Bob, that Bob uh, oh, 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 the guy's the, name was Dale. Joe Dale. Joe Dale. Joe Dale. And we're talking about the the book. In that book, he wrote that book. I'm almost there, Joe. Right, okay. He wrote that book. He was talking about the golden age. The Yay. golden age. Yeah. Okay, the good. So it was the golden age. He called us being around at that time mm-hmm. the golden age of improv. And I looked at him. At first, I'm like, that's kind of yeah. hyperbolic. And then he starts listing shit. Right. And I start thinking, oh. It was a yeah. pretty fucking good time. I yeah. don't know if it's golden age, but yeah. it certainly was. Well, pretty... it was before sort of the, I guess you could say, corporatization of improv. Before Second City started to do the training center and the different levels. Because before that, it was all like, because uh, I remember peering into Second City, like, going, I see, and I saw where it says classes, call this number, and it was Players Workshop, right. Josephine Forsberg. That was the only people giving improv lessons right. in those days was the Players Workshop which was on Wrightwood then they got kicked out of Wrightwood and then they were on Lincoln Avenue by Deja Vu right by the right by the Vu yeah where Ken Campbell did the turtle races right and here they come spinning around the turn uh-huh. <laughs> turtles <laughs> and here they come spinning around the turn, <laughs> the turn. Uh, uh, oh, yeah God. Laura loves when we do that here they come spinning yeah. around the turn and when she goes they're turtles right I'm like yeah mm-hmm. like, what does that mean spinning around the turn I'm like oh it's just a Term. It's a term, yeah. but it was uh-huh. a term when like the guys were doing uh, Arlington Park Racetrack. And yeah, here they, they come, come spinning, spinning out of the, the turn. The horses are at the track. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. What is exactly. it? It's the, not the Clash. Who is it? Uh, the guys after the Clash. Uh, Joe Strummer. Um, uh, 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 um, no, no, not the specials, not the beat. No, no. But, um, big Audio Dynamite. Yes. And they used to do right. the, 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 the horses. The, 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 the horses are on big the track. Audio Dynamite. ding. Fuck Wait a minute, Joe. Now I'm thinking about this. I'm thinking about singing the song. Are we going to owe money on that song? Do you remember you and I did "Make Me Laugh" or something like that? Oh yes, I just remember at the production group. That's right. That's what we did. Because when you mentioned that, I was like, I think I was over there. And do you remember they said, "Whatever you do, don't sing a song." Right, because we'll have to pay for it. Right, and so what do we do? We, we sing, sing a song. <laughs> that's we right. We sang a Disney song, yeah, which is the worst. Because that's did, like, did we do it two times? Or I just think we did once? it two times. I think because I remember twice. doing it one time, and I was like, I had, I was horribly sick. I was with the flu. I just would wanted to lay down everywhere, and they said, "Okay, you guys are gonna go on." I'm like, "Going, okay, let's try this. All right, let's go." Yeah. And I pulled it together, and then we did it. And then right after we did it, I like went and laid down again. I said, "We're gonna do it again." Okay, I'll be with you in a minute. Right. <laughs> yeah. It was it was one of those Advil slamming. Shows. <laughs> the Advil took, slamming shows. I just shows. took two Advil. I guess I could take one more. Uh, you know? Until your bladder and kidney explodes. Yeah. Oh, I, but I, when you think about right. all the gigs that we fucking did in those days and, and all the, like, we knew people that were, well, if you know Danny Breen and those guys who were always. Yeah, they were, like, pitching. working on shows and they would go, oh, you, we, we've got to bring you guys in right. to do this little bit. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Or 
there's a game show. I don't know if they still do this. They must still do this. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, there's a game show, and we need some test contestants. Right. And then we'd come in as, like, like Liars Club or something like that. Yes. And they'd hire improvisers to come in. And, and be to, the contestants. And be the contestants or, yeah. just for that. For, the like, the test run. Exactly. Yes. Uh-huh. And then you never get called back again, and you yeah. get 50 bucks. 50 bucks. Yeah. I remember being on a show. Danny Breen was producing, and Howard Schultz. Yeah. The guy Lightheart who, Entertainment, who, who, speaking of dying, oh, he suddenly. Did. Oh, yeah. He when? Suddenly. When? Um, he, I think he was in Hawaii, and he dropped dead. Of Recently? Recently, yeah. Like, maybe two years ago. Oh, fuck. I had no idea about that. Yeah. Oh, it was oh, sudden. And he, I mean, I, I could see him having the pressure of that. Yeah. Because he's one of those, like, Danny is one of those guys who's having his own health crisis, too. Right. He's fucking coming through. Yeah. Um, so... So he, he, they would try any fucking show. He was doing all those shows. He did like the big moment. There was some show called the big moment, and just all those like uh, that Jer- Jones and Jury. There was Star Jones, remember? Right. He had a show called Jones and Jury, and that that's where I met him through DiCarlo when DiCarlo had the, the Good Night America with Mark DiCarlo. Right. And yeah. DiCarlo, I, I met all those guys at poker games. Because we'd have all those fucking poker oh, that's games right. uh, yeah. at DiCarlo's place or right. at Nia's place. Or, or have him and get your ass beat playing ping pong with DiCarlo because he had the table. Remember that place? <laughs> exactly. His little bachelor pad yeah, up in yeah. the Hollywood Hills. Yeah, yeah, I think he still has it. Does he? Oh, yeah, I think that's wow. his house. Oh, of course. Like, he's a real guy. Yeah. It's probably bought and paid for that. Oh, fuck yeah, name. right. Yeah. Yeah, he's had it totally renovated and had it redone to yeah. according to... This you know, is the trouble in Strive. I'm sure she said, I'm not moving in there until you like clean. I'm not going to piss no. in the bathroom that's got a urinal in it. She is, uh, Yenny is this Cuban, uh, she's like, she's like a, a brunette charo, uh-huh. but she is fucking hysterical. Yeah. And to watch them together is like, it is. That's the show. It's Lucy and Desi. Lucy. That's what that fucking show is. <laughs> it's, it's Lucy and Desi and Mark DiCarlo is, uh-huh. is, is Desi. Is de- yeah. He's an American Desi. Right. And watching Italian those American two guys Desi. together, yeah. you're like, uh, honey, what are wow. you doing? And it's like, oh, Mark. Like, I don't know. Don't do that. Yeah. Don't do that. What do you mean? You can't tell me what I'm going to do. All right, all right. Go ahead and do it. Exactly. You're going to end up... They yeah. tour together, and yeah. he lives life hard. That fucking not hard in a bad way, but he lives life. He lives a fucking good life. Yeah, yeah. He goes and does things, and eats food, and sees things, oh, and goes yeah. to shows, and does like live your fucking life. Right? Fuckers. Yeah. Massive. 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 Oh sure. Massive. Because remember, he was a member of the of the uh, the club the uh, in Hollywood, the Friars Club. Right. Yeah. I loved going to the Friars Club. Friars Club I was fucking fun. love going to the Friars Club. Yeah. Doing those second city shows at the Friars Club. Yeah, that was fun. That was a, crazy. Like to walk in there to go, this is the fucking Friars this Club. Is for you. Uh-huh. And, and and again, comedy has changed so much that yeah. the, you know the the you know, the young young people coming up, uh-huh. they're not gonna know the Friars Club. Yeah. Well, cause the yeah, they know it. It's just like or their history. Well that's why, well, Anne Libra. She's teaching the comedy studies now. Your sister-in-law. And she's my sister-in-law. She's at Columbia whole, College. At Columbia College, right? And it's a major there. Yeah. Yeah. The first major in the country, I believe. Right. Where you can get a, a comedy studies degree. So she's right. going through the whole history of it and get you know making sure these kids all. Um, can you believe it no. wasn't something before? It wasn't like yeah. nobody. 
I get yeah. Nobody nobody had that course before. Mm-hmm. They must have had that course, but they've just codified it. Yeah. They must have had that course because you know, for me, I'll say to my students, I'll go, let's talk about who's on first. Oh, the audition. Yeah. Uh huh. The scene, the audition. That's we're going back to that. Right. Remember the audition scene at. Uh, uh, Mr. Show. Do you know that scene? Yes. Dino wrote it. Right. And I've talked Dino Stamopoulos? Dino Stamatopoulos. Stam- Stamatopoulos. He wrote uh-huh. it, and it is the most. It, it is. I was going to say, it's a, who's on first of our time. Right. But our time, that time has passed. Uh-huh. But it is a perfect fucking comedy scene about point of view, strong point of view, of focus, energy, pressure, uh, explosion, and mm-hmm. it was great. Yeah. And I don't think, and my students didn't know it. They didn't know that. Yeah. They didn't know it. But it's they like got to seek it out and say, you know what? We gotta, we're going to play it for you right now, you guys. Yeah. R- right. Right, yeah. Yeah. Because uh, you can do that nowadays because you have the immediacy. It's like, going, all right, YouTube. Like like with my son, like with Jacob. I'll say, uh, okay, there's this one song I said I knew when I was growing up. It was, it was It's Hocus Pocus by Focus. And yeah. I said, you have to watch it. And we were like, brought it up. Right. And then we're watching it and he's like kind of laughing at it and then he's kind of into it and I said, okay, now there's another song and then we were like, we would play this like song chain game. Right. After dinner, so I go, so you're going to see this, Hocus Pocus by Focus and then it's Frankenstein by Edgar Winter. But it was like, but wasn't that Hocus Pocus by yeah, uh, Frankenstein. Wait. Oh, that's Frankenstein. That's Frankenstein. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But Hocus Pocus was, by Focus was the yodeling, was, wasn't that yeah, the yodeling uh-huh. one? It was yeah, yodeling in. And yeah, but they also had that was that was one of the that was a song a cut on one of the KTEL records. KTEL records, right? The forty top hits by the the stars who made him famous. You'll get it all, right? Yeah, you'll get it all. Yeah, yeah. And then there were also groups that were like the sound effects or something where you'd go oh there's a Beatles album and it's cheaper than the regular Beatles I, mean, I don't know why <laughs> right, and it was yeah. because it was like <coughs> it was um, um, uh, Noel McCartney uh, singing <laughs> and it was you know the Don Lennon and Don you're like Lennon, well, it yeah. kind of sounds like it it's, yeah it sounds sort of like it yeah <laughs> you uh-huh. know yeah. coming over to like a friend's house like I got the new, new Beatles album I was like yeah. these aren't the Beatles no it's Simon and Garrison not Simon and Garfunkel <laughs> what yeah right. this thing was Art Garrison but you go, you you do go. I do w- want to show all, the, and I think I just I made a note of it where at the beginning of a, of a class, show a classic comedy routine. Right. Um, uh, the, the the music box, uh, the music box. Oh, uh, movie Laurel from and Hardy. Hardy. Right. You know, um, or certainly who's on first, which I think is really interesting. And I mentioned it before. It's the one time that I, the only time that I can remember where. Lou Costello's the straight guy. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, because because what's his face? Buddy Abbott was always Buddy Abbott gets all yeah. La- he gets all lathered up. Right? Yeah, yeah. He gets all lathered up. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, yeah. Like what are you mm-hmm. talking about? But to watch those guys go to work or Lucy in the um, the candy or the Vegemite right. of Vegemite uh-huh. that one. Right. Are you are you too pooped out when she's she keeps taking the, the coffee? It's a Vegemite of Vegemite. Oh, that's right. Vegem- that's that's Vegem- it. Yeah. Vegemite of Vegemix. Vegemite of Vegemite of Vegemix. It helps your, your vag uh-huh. smell better. So see, if we were doing uh, a Lucy thing, it'd be like, nowadays be Lucy doing a thing for douche. Right. So it'd be veg, veg, Vegemite of Vagimix. It's like, here's the douche for all you girls. You girls are on on the run too much? Sure, sure thing. And then you don't have time to wash out your immensibles? Well, try this. It's called Vagimita Vagimix. 
It's only the best greens, superfoods, and you squirt it right up there, yeah. cleans and, it out. And it's gluten-free. And it's gluten-free. <laughs> so try it today, girls. And then she gets drunk by, she just has to keep douching. Okay, you have to douche again. Wow, this, really? You can get drunk from douching? Yeah, clearly. And then, the, yeah, the, the yeah. Oh could God. you imagine the ad guys who are like, hmm, yes, that's right. Well, of course, uh, there was the one where uh, Mr. Dell Close, of course, uh, Dell who put a uh, heroin suppository or something up his ass, right? And then, boom, he was out. You ever, did you ever hear, him, hear him tell that story? No. Ah, yes. He's like talking about, yes, and I pulled my pants out. I put the suppository up and I was out. And then I woke up, my, my pants were down around my ankles. Oh my I don't god. know what had happened. <laughs> oh my god. Oh. Is there going to be a movie with him? Is it going to be Delve movie? Like the, the guru made it to a movie or Sharna's book made it to a movie? Oh, well, I'm sure. Well, it's got to be. You could. Why not? Everything like, could be a movie now. But his story is so fucking interesting. It's insane. I have to send you, because I just, and I just, uh, I found it amongst my. Uh, my collectibles uh, I had this John Belushi uh, auction catalog mm -hmm. from 87 mm -hmm. and in it I found this article from Chicago Magazine in an interview with Dell from 1987 and it's a it's a really great was little interview was that the because I remember Farley was really into Dell I mean Farley was really into uh, Belushi, Belushi right and yeah. he bid on Belushi's uh, what's that big trunk that you slap around with uh you know, uh, costume trunk, yeah, steamer trunk, steamer yeah. trunk. Yeah, he bid on Belushi's steamer trunk, and he got steamer. He got Belushi's steamer trunk. I remember Chris Farley being really, really excited about that. That he got that, that, he got that steamer trunk. I remember in his apartment, he had the Blues Brothers movie poster, uh -huh. prominent and displayed in his in his room. Was that the one? Room. Was that the apartment that was uh, right next door to Joel's apartment? Yes. Uh huh. Oh. oh, that one. You walked into that place. Oh yeah, many a time. I walked in there one time when he had all these. It's a party, and I go into the bathroom, and there's no toilet paper. And I said to Chris, I said, Chris. You have women coming into your apartment. You have to have toilet paper. I got a and story. I think, and I think I bought him toilet paper. And then f and then forever after that, he was just taking toilet paper from Second City and bringing it back. I was I at a party. I, 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 I was hoping you were going to mention this because now i got to tell the story. you got to tell it. So yeah. there was a party that Joel had. Mm -hmm. And it was a huge party. And there were a bunch of people trying to get in the toilet. And this woman went, i, I got to go to the bathroom. i got to go to the bathroom. Yeah. And Chris went, just use my apartment across the way. Yeah. And then she went over there. And then she came back uh -huh. crying. She grabs her purse yeah. and her friends. We have to leave. And I watched Farley like, what happened? Uh -huh. And he goes, I ran out of toilet paper. I said, so what did they see? Oh. The shit stained socks. Dirty clothes. Yeah. Dirty clothes. Yes. With, yeah, because, yeah. Uh -huh. And that was all part of his disease. Yeah. Well, it's like, you know, you he did, just didn't have the survival skills. No. Well, no, he had survival skills, because if you have survival skills, you're going to use whatever you can. Right, But it was right. basically right. coping skills, is that it? Or uh, I, don't, I don't know where, fine, I don't know where that, where he crosses into right, that area. The fine... The finer, th not the finer, the finer things, just uh, like the uh, normal 
normal sea of life. Yeah, I yeah, knew. the um, uh, where where you draw the, where, right, where you draw the parameters, line. Exactly. Or boundaries, right. or like that, uh -huh. where you go. Wait this a minute. Is right. Yeah. Yeah. This is yeah. To go. This is go, this, this is, is yeah. right. right. This is not right. Uh -huh. right. There's Toilet a line. Paper. Yeah. If but you're out in the woods. Yeah. Right. Right. You're out in the woods. woods yeah. Leaves. Yeah. Right. But right. if you're or in the bathroom, you have your dirty clothes, and then right. you leave them there. But you leave you them bury there. Them. Like, yeah. You, you bury, bury them. them. You bury them. And you couldn't bury them on Well Street. Right. Not for years and years. No. Were you able to bury? Put them in the hamper. Oh, there's no hamper. No. There is no, no you, hamper. You know what? When you live that life, life is your hamper. The world yeah, is your hamper. your hamper. Yeah. The world you're is your living, hamper. You're living. You live in a hamper. Yeah. You're living in a hamper. You live in a hamper. And. And I remember just all the stories about what Chris would do, and it's just so interesting we're talking about him. But you know, when he would like he would eat too much, and you know, oh, like yeah. all those uh -huh. fucking stories, and Growing you go, up on himself yeah, and, stuff. and then yeah, like uh -huh. like that kind of stuff, and you go, yeah. oh, you poor fucker, you poor fucker, right? Yeah, just a little, uh, kind of like the Clampets or something. It's like, oh, uh, you're not gonna quite, just a, just needed a few more. Somebody needed to tell you, no, no, you right. put the dishes in this way. You always get just you know, normal that's so things. true. Yeah. As if you don't have somebody who's a role model showing you what it is or how it is to live, then you're not going to know that. Right. Do for you have to to do for yourself to be independent. Right. You know. Yeah. Or else, and if you yeah. don't know how to do that, how do you do that? Right. How do you know that? Yeah. Uh -huh. And I, I guess, in a way, what I, I guess it's like if you don't know how to do it, then you kind of sort of laugh it off, and it's like, oh, <laughs> yeah. So I just wipe my ass. And take <laughs> you know, so it's like going, well, is it? Yeah. Well, you, you don't. You just laugh it off, it's right? Like, oh, yeah. No, do something yeah. about it. And so the moment that you go, you know what? I ran out of toilet paper, or I'm running out of toilet paper. Right. You are mindful enough to say, maybe I'll get some more. Right. Or I'll get some more. Or hey, Joel's next door. Right. Hey, Joel, you got an extra roll of toilet paper? Exactly. I'm yeah. going over to Second City. I think right. I, I can steal a roll yeah. of toilet paper over there. Grab a couple rolls over there. Exactly. Sure. Exactly. Yeah. And, I, oh, and we could also go back to the thing about um, yeah. uh, uh, comedy training. You know, where yeah. you go, here's the thing. In every scene, there. I want to show you this scene, mm -hmm. comedy students. I want to show you this scene. I'm going to show you how Lucy and um, Ethel. Ethel. Yeah. Viv. Viv. Viv, Vivian Vance, right. uh, Lucy and Viv, um, how they blow up the comedy balloon and then pop it, and then, you know, how they just keep focusing and focusing and focusing and focusing. Yeah. But if you don't have somebody showing that to you, mm -hmm. then you're going to go poop jokes. Um, uh, lowest common denominator. And I want right. to grab everybody and go, stop doing what we've seen before. Right. Mm -hmm. Use these guidelines as yeah. your voice. What's your voice? What do you have What's to say? What's your take? What's your funny take? Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. Right. Right. That was always the thing when they, we were always doing, we were always trying to get stories out for that because we worked on that last season of Third Rock. And oh, that's right. The big you thing Lumina. was Lumina. Yeah, we, we were always, they were always saying, what's the alien take? What's the alien take on this? You know, it's like, and they'd already done the alien take, of course, on love and alien take on new neighbors and, you know, so it was always that trying I mean it was like I think it was the seventh season sixth or seventh season so it was like they'd already kind of blown through all the alien takes on everything right so yeah <laughs> oh man and so what did you end up doing I mean God. like like there because you really gotta you gotta scrape the bottom of the barrel and go there's right. a I think there's DNA still left here yeah there was still there's stuff oil. I mean guys were coming up with pitches like this one point Dick thought this one writer 
he wrote this uh, show saying, thinking that Dick was Just the John Lithgow character. The Lithgow character thought that basically there was going to be this horrific flood, and so he basically turns the house into an ark. He builds an ark, and he's ready and stuff. And I'm like going, and that got pretty close in story development. I never went to script, uh-huh. but I mean, it was. I mean, we they had to cart it out on on a, on the bulletin board, uh-huh. like what the steps were. Was that jumping the shark? Do you think that would? Boy, I don't know. I'm Does every sure. series do? I don't know jump if every series shark. jumped the shark. I, why doesn't? Why isn't there a television week mm-hmm. called Jump the Shark Week? And it's every episode of every show that jumped the shark. There should be. Yeah. Like on TV Land. On TV Land. It'd be Jump the Shark Week. Jump the Shark Week. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Whether it's Andy Griffith or Gomer Pyle. Oh, my God. Right? All those those old Did those? I mean, I don't know that Andy Griffith had to jump the shark moment. Yeah, I think Andy Griffith jumped the shark when Andy left. Right. (laughs) (laughs) I think when you lose the main character of the show... Then, and then keep the show going. keep the show going, right. <laughs> exactly. And, was, exactly. And, then, and then by yeah. that time, Barney was gone. Oh, yeah, right? And it was like Aunt B and Ken Barry. And Ken Barry. Then right. it was Mayberry RFD. RFD, right. Then they had to change the name. Right. Yeah. Can't be the Andy Griffith show without Andy Griffith. Right, yeah. Because that's his name. Yeah, it's the Andy Griffith show, right. What I always think is, could, could the fact that a show became a color show jump the shark? You know, like... Like uh, a lot of shows were in black and white, right? Were, and then all of a sudden they were like now in color, right? Now you in know. color. Can you believe yeah. that was a thing? Yeah. Or, or you go to a hotel and a motel, uh-huh. and you go, they got color TV, they mom. Have color TV. It's like, oh no, no, I don't care about going to the pool. They have color TV. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. They have in room phones. Yeah. We can call each other's rooms. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. God. Yeah. Yeah, but the idea of having uh, like. I, yeah. When did you know that you had to leave Second City? When did you know that? Um, boy, I just had this the feeling like I, I I think it could have been just too much of the whole the backstage stresses of uh, what was going on with the I can't I I can't really. Because you felt reach like a point time. where you go. I think I'm I reached done. that. Yeah, yeah. I reached that saturation point. Where I'm going. I think it's time to go. I yeah, think it's time to move on without being bitter. Yeah, without being bitter, without thinking like, you know, what else am I going to gain from it? Right, and not to be afraid of what that next step was going right. to be. Yeah, I wasn't necessarily afraid, but then I was a little like going like, oh man, there's really, because I would have loved to like have gone out and. You know, I think I did. I went and auditioned at the Goodman. Right. You know, I did some, tried to get into some, do some straight theater. Right. You know. I thought about that too. And that was one of the reasons that I moved to L.A. Was I felt like, well, I don't think I'm going to get into Steppenwolf. Yeah. And there wasn't like any other, because they were doing a production of, what the hell was it? Like Skin of Our Teeth or something. At At where? At Goodman. Goodman? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I went and auditioned there and didn't. Petrarca, I think David Petrarca was the, mm-hmm. he was like the hotshot. Jung, he was the Jung director, uh, you know. And uh, and then I, I'm trying to think if there were any other things. And then I think I, I started, I took some Meisner. Because I said, oh, I'll go and try and get myself a little more. Chops. Chops. Tools. Tools, right. right. Acting tools. Right. But I, did, right. I, did, I, did, I did like a Meisner stuff. 
you know. And then, of course, I got pulled back into Second City. Right. Yeah. And that was that. a way. That was a nice way to go out. Yeah. It was. Yeah. Even and though then it was I really transitioned into the then I did Wild Men. Then right. Those guys came. Right. Back. George right. Went and uh, was Danny Mark Nutter. Mark Nutter. George Nutter. Went. Who else was Nutter, in it? Nutter, Tom Wolfe, and Rob Riley. Right. Wrote the show. Nutter. Nutter wrote the show and wrote the music. Right. And then Lumen, Dave Lumen. Right. And me, Rob Riley, and George. We were the four guys in the woods. Right. Yeah. I love that show. It was a I lot of fun. I fucking forgot about that yeah. show. That, that show was fun. Another was, I'm fucking Nutter, and you did you do Bicycle Men with uh, another Nutter another show another with show. John Rabano, yeah. and it's like, it's fucking crazy the work that we've gotten and the people, and I keep going back to that. The work we've gotten, the people we know, mm -hmm. the, the surprises that the li that life has has brought us just in terms of uh, uh, I, you, you thought you were done. You thought you want to do legitimate yeah, theater, and right. then you go and do the. I'm sorry, you go and do. Um, go back into Second City. You yeah. go back into Second City, and yeah. then do Boomerang, um, uh, and then do Wild Men. Wild Men, yeah. right? And do Wild Men, which was a fucking huge hit. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, that was crazy. Equity. If, yeah, Equity Show. Equity yeah, Show. That was great. Uh -huh. With some fucking great people. Yeah, and That's, then we got to take it to New York too. That was another sweet thing. So then we got to play off Broadway. The following year after we opened, that was great. To be in New York with a job. Right. That was really sweet. And not to expect that that was going to happen. Yeah. And just no. to say, I'm going to keep doing what it is that I'm going to keep doing. Right, yeah. And then giving up the Meisner classes. Uh-huh. I go, yeah. I don't need that. Although it was funny, though, because uh, Rob Riley said to me, he's like, because he was directing in in the show, he's like going, oh, you know what, if I were you, I'd take some voice lessons. Because mm -hmm. if the show goes, you know, you want to be stronger. So that was good. So I took his advice and I like went, he, he gave me a voice guy. Right. So I started taking voice lessons and it was great. It was I like love going, that stuff. Yeah. And I also love that Riley, Rob could just go, hey, why don't you do that? Do that. I want to help you yeah. out. You're my friend. Yeah. You know, he liked me in the show. We were right. happy. I was like, oh, this is going to help you, you know, at least not have the producers like on, oh, we need to stunt cast Lissa's role or, you know. Right. And we were able to, to take the show. You know, with of course on the strength of George. Right, George went. Yeah. If George went in the show, but it's also right. a really fucking strong show. Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. Fucking love that show. That was so much fun. Yeah. All right. So is this? Let's stop there. Okay. Thank you, Joe. Hey, that was fun. Yeah. Wow, this pod chat covered everything from comedic elasticity to Del Close's heroin suppository. Well, maybe it's not that big of a stretch after all. No pun intended. Thank you, Joe Liss. Okay, my workshop and performance comings and goings. And then our final story from Joe Liss. June 11th and 12th, I'll be in Denver teaching some positive stuff. July 2nd through the 10th, I'll be in Canberra, Australia for some workshops at Improvention. July 15th through the 17th, I've got workshops in Christchurch, New Zealand. July 29th through the 31st, workshops in Auckland, New Zealand. Dig that. If you live somewhere, chances are I'll be teaching there. Check it out at davidrozowski.com. ADD Comedy with Dave Rozowski is produced by Laura Parker and me. Like our show? Give us some love on iTunes, won't you? If you got questions or comments, send them to Dave at addcomedy.com. Here's the final story with Joe Liss. So, what's the story? Okay, so the story was um, one of the times when I well when I first lived in Chicago, I got a job at this place called Houlihan's Old Place, and it was a brand new restaurant. And when we had the opening night, and so of course opening night, everyone just like got smashed, hammered. And my roommate at the time was my sister, and we shared a one bedroom apartment. And I pulled out the couch every night and slept on the hide bed and she got the bedroom. For how long did you do that? I did that for an entire year. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, 
So this one night I came home, smashed. I got one of the cushions of the couch off and I sat on the, the part of the, comf- the, the couch that was not the cushion and then passed out on the other cushion. So I'm on the couch. Then, oh, maybe two hours later, I wake up and I just project, I'm just, I just vomited all over the floor. It was just, and I'm banging my foot too. And my sister comes out and she's like going, Joseph, Joseph, what's wrong? Are you, what's wrong? Are you going to be okay? And then, and I just like, and I'm like, and luckily the Sunday newspaper was strewn across the floor. You threw so I threw up all over on the paper. So I hit the paper. And I'm like my last, it was like that last sort of like, you know, you're spitting and you're like, and then I just like kind of look up at my sister and I go, Dorothy, I'm going to be all right. And then wham, I just passed out again. Uh, that was true. Oh, that's a true story. Yeah, I mean, but you were all right as well. Yes, but I was all right. It was, and I was able to tell my sister that uh, yes, I was indeed all right.